Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. And Yins should know all of what I'm about to spiel right now, but in case you don't, We've got a decade of NFL experience on hey. this show. We've got a head of good hair on this show. Hey. We got some cool glasses on this show. Hey. And we always want your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions. The best way to do so on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the body fifty two. The body. I got the call screener in front of me here too. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll take some calls later on. Hey. I know a lot of times. Listen, uh, you know. With that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like the parent who went out for milk and then never came back. All right, I get it. I say, eh, maybe we'll take some calls a lot of times, and we hardly ever do. But maybe we will today, Arthur Motes. Today could be the day. Today very well could be the day. I mean, I mean, if not, if not now, <laughs> if, if not now, then when? Because our schedule, as most of you know, and we've gotten some questions about, is about to change. We won't be live at noon at the same time. Say, say that again. What about the days of the week? I think what, I think what we're gonna do, and again, this is, <laughs> this is still a uh, this is still a uh, what do we want to call it? It's it's fluid. It was a winning season. We were nine and eight, but now it is no longer the regular season anymore for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we all have to adjust our schedules to Correct. the Steelers' current off season. Correct schedule. We are hitting off-season schedule. So it's not as soon by, as we it, get out of here we today. We didn't decide on this. The Steelers it's decided the on this. Powers man. above us and you the know, Steelers. You're right. When, when they dictate the culture, and they determined that this year postseason was not on the table, so that meant for us we would have to 
you know, take a step back a little bit. Not walk all the way away, but just, you know. Just a step back. Just a step back. Two days a week. A little reflection. We, it's going to be fluid, but right now we're going to do two days a week, Motsi and I, new shows. You'll still hear them here. I think it'll probably be Tuesday, Thursday, but I'm not positive. Could be Monday, Wednesday. Could be Wednesday, Friday. Could just be whenever we record them, they decide to throw them in. But we will still be doing two, we'll be delivering two fresh new shows to Yins every single week. All right. And uh, like we said yesterday, but in case you missed it, or like we said on Wednesday, pardon me, in case you missed it, uh, just make sure you're following us on Twitter. Make sure uh, that you are subscribed to the podcast feed, wherever you get your podcast, Steelers Blitz. That way you won't miss us. But we're going to be doing a lot more recording from home. So you might still hear us live here on S. Well, see, I'm already messing up. You might still hear us here on SNR at noon. It won't necessarily be live. It might be pre-recorded. We're looking to balance some things. We might be able to do some live shows from the comfort of our house. We're considering that as a possibility so we could still have you guys involved on Twitter. But, you know, speak now or hold your peace, basically. At Wesley Euler, at the Body 52 Duh. You know what? I got the call screener up right now, too. You can call in. I'm going to have to put you on hold here for a few minutes. Or, I don't know, maybe we'll just go right to you. 412 919 8562 are the digits to dial in this studio. 412-919-8562. Nate Washington, Tunchyokin, to get on the horn with your boys today and what might be the last opportunity here for a while. It's a Friday, Arthur Motes. We've got wild card. We get... Wait a second. Is it still super wild? I believe it is. Super, 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 super wild card. card weekend right around the corner. We got two games on Saturday. Right? I think just two. It is two on Saturday, and then we got a uh, 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 full repeat on Sunday. Three-piece on Sunday. And then we got a, a, little, a little Monday Ooh, night. A little cherry on top. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little, a little nightcap. A little cherry on top. A little prime tizzle. Uh, you know they had to put Tom Brady's mug on Monday night. No, I thought it was because of the Cowboys. Well. It was America's team. That too. Yeah. America's team and America's QB. And here in Pittsburgh, they can both shove it. It ain't my QB. Uh-oh. ain't my team. Uh-oh. We the Pittsburgh Steelers. 412-919-8562. Also on the Twitter.com. You know where to get at us. We're fired up. Uh, not the typical Friday fixins today, as the Steelers are not playing this weekend. So there will be no Five Star Friday or no Here We Go song, unfortunately. Ooh. But we will what about, catch what, up. Do we get any slam poetry? Here We Go poetry? We maybe. got any of that this week? I don't know. Maybe. Sounds for a friend. Heard it was a hit last time. I was going to write a slam poetry article on the Ravens, but then I realized that ipso facto, that would mean that I was pulling for the Bengals. Mm, or you could do it for another AFC team that's playing this weekend. I could write one in favor of the Buffalo Bills. Whoa. Is this now a Buffalo Bills show? Do it for DeMar. Is this now Is this now a Buffalo Bills show for the next few weeks? We're doing it for DeMar. I'm, I'm in on that. That's the that's the pass. I'm cool with that. You that's tell the pass. me. You tell me right now. That's that, definitely it. But that's what, the pass. Five weeks from now. That's the pass, though. That's all I'm saying. Five weeks from now, when someone's standing on the podium with the Lombardi Trophy, okay. if it's Josh Allen and company, I ain't gonna be mad at that. Okay. I'm about to say, and, and when that show is virtually done the next day, just no, we ain't mad at that either, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do we have to pick a uh, NFC squad as well, too, or just are we just rolling with the Bills? Well, I like the fighting Genos. I was gonna say, come on, Seahawks. If, if I had to root for somebody, because they wrote him off, but he never wrote back. He ain't right back though. You know. Now he's in the playoffs while Mr. Mr. Dangerous mm-hmm. is sitting at home all by himself. And then also when we talk why we should root for the Bills, too. Well, the Dolphins, they did get us. And they're part of the reason why we're not here. And then That's they the also truth. and they also hit a 50-yard field goal the last week of the season. 
which is also a big part of the reason why Good we call. are not here. Good call. So I just think it's a lot more, you know. We are anti-Miami. Yeah. We are we are anti-Miami, and then we are anti-whoever wins the Ravens-Bengals matchup. So we don't have to root for them. We'll substitute rooting for Ra- uh, Ravens-Bengals with the fighting Kirk Cousins versus the the raging Danny Dimes. Now you know? we're talking. We, we, could, we could battle that out. That's I mean, I tell you what, that's the, the whew. Yeah. Danny Dimes, Kirk hey. Cousins. That harkens hey. back to, to days of Tom Brady and Peyton yeah. Manning, let me tell you. Ooh, yeah. Or, or a guy <laughs> named Thomas versus a guy named Peyton, but I don't know if they were Brady's and Manning's, but <laughs> you know what? Let's <laughs> they in that ballpark. I would you let's let's run down the gauntlet here real quick, right? Of games, we'll give just, just a couple quick thoughts. Maybe pick a pick a winner here as well too. Uh, Seahawks travel to San Francisco. It's the Fighting Genos against the Fighting Brock Purdies. Motsi, if uh oh, now now I gotta ask. Now Gino, he actually is the reason why that team is successful. Thank you. Appreciate that. So that's the what we call him the fighting Geno. Put some respect on it. I love it. Thank you. I like the feel good story with Brock Purdy. They ain't the fighting Brock Purdy's though. They the Niners, man. Point. They that's got the de- yeah, they point. got the defense point. player of the year reigning over there right now. We, are we tripping? Are, are, we, are any of us no, gonna be surprised when they get boasted at award? It's a very good point. Yeah, you know I'm not, not gonna be surprised. No. You know what I'm saying? Nope. The, the way Debo been playing with his come on now. It's a good call by you. That's what I'm saying. Nine and a half point favorites are the Niners. Nine and a half. They wrote him off. He ain't right back. I like it. For the spread, at least. I, I think I like it. <laughs> I like the Seahawks to cover. Like Especially if you could get that extra half point, get it up to 10, mm-hmm. then, I, then I really like it. The Niners are just tough, man. They play defense. They can run the ball. There's, there's no holes, really. It might be the yeah. quarterback, but he's doing all right. He's doing what they need him to do. Their offense is simplified enough, and he, in terms of his skill set, he fits what they want. Um Think Tannehill when he first got to Tennessee. Tiny. Run the ball, play defense. Can you hit the plaction pass? Can you hit the deep over outs? Can you hit the comeback? Can you hit the deep out on time? When that back foot hits that three, when that back foot hits that five, can that ball be out? Anticipated? Jared Goff in LA. Yeah. That's what Brock is giving you. Yep. And because their offense is a well up machine, Jimmy G just like masters it. That's why. You know he has so much success in these style of systems here, or when he was in New England. Every yeah. year he's healthy. He's a guy that when you're talking about getting it out on time, that's what they bring to the table. That's something that Kenny was doing to us uh, on the back half of the season, and that's what we were really excited about. When you can operate in terms of the timing element, that's important. The anticipating throws, that's important. Now, you still have to have the other element, which is being able to improvise, which is what we saw Kenny do in some of these fourth quarter moments, which is why we were excited about him even more so. But at this level, you want to see, can you at least run a competent timing offense right. where the scheme will allow guys to naturally be open? And then from there, you just hope that when it's time to improvise, that this guy can get lucky. That this guy doesn't make a bad decision. And so far, Brock has been doing a good job with that. And Geno, to an extent, you could say the same for him. I mean, with Kenneth Walker, the way that they've been able to run the ball and keep them on schedule, for Geno, he's had to show a little bit more at times. But for the whole this season, I think that he's just been doing a really good job of being on schedule. Yep. When that ball needs to come out, he's getting it out. He's not holding it too long. He's not trying to be an overachiever. And that's all you're looking for with those type of situations right there. He did a little bit of that last week against the Rams. Absolutely. You know, and he got picked off by Jalen Ramsey yeah. twice. So yeah. hopefully he learned his lesson in that Absolutely, process. Absolutely, man. But yeah, that's that's gonna be an interesting one. That's the that's the uh that's the first uh playoff game, Saturday, four thirty, of course, Eastern Standard Time, Seattle 
at San Francisco there in a uh, a showdown of two division rivals. A I tell you what, at one time that was one of the hottest rivalries in the NFL not too long ago. That'll be a lot of fun to see those teams battle with the postseason on the line once again. I think we we both like the Niners to win, but the Seahawks to cover. That sounds about one hundred percent correct. Yep. And then Saturday night in prime time down in. Duval. Duval County. With Let's our go. with our buddy Max Starks on the sidelines. Yes, indeed. Mind you. In fact, I think he's going to catch a flight here in the next uh, next couple hours. Jags hosting the Chargers. It's the four five matchup. Arthur Moach Chargers favored in this one by two and a half. Is Herbert finally enough to get them over the line? Do they get that first playoff win? Or does uh, does Dougie P have something cooking down there in Jacksonville? To me, this is a pick'em. Both of these teams are like the exact same. You got young quarterbacks that can get streaky hot, can go. You got running games or running backs that present challenges in terms of what they could do, not just as a runner, but also as a receiver. You got good talent at the wide receiver position. I think the Chargers have a little bit better talent there. But then defensively, both of these teams. Cool, they got some studs. They got some guys. Yeah. They can rush the passer. They got some guys that can cover. Not great units overall, right. but they got some dudes. And the thing is this, both of these teams, though, they struggle with being consistent. Very similar to what you heard when we talk about the Steelers, and that's why when you look at their records and our records. Not that far off. It's nothing different. Yep. The Jags are identical. The Chargers have literally one win more than we do. Yep. So when we talk about the four and the five seed in the AFC, and we talk about why we felt as confident as we did going down the stretch, this is why. Mm-hmm. They are in a similar situation as we are. I personally think that Pittsburgh could beat either one of them teams, personally. Agreed. But um, in this particular matchup, I'm actually going to roll with the home team. I think, you know, Trevor is able to get it done. I personally would love for Herbert to win because I feel like if he doesn't, they're going to blow that system up in terms of coaching staff. Oh, yeah, they're going to get rid of Staley and all those guys, yeah. And I just feel like for young quarterbacks, man, continuity is king, man. Just being a person that's seen it, lived it for multiple years. And I don't think that that's always going to be the best scenario for him. But it's hard to justify keeping it and allowing it to keep building when it's been, you know, coming up short the way that it has. Inconsistent. And with the crazy aggressive decisions that constantly come up as well, where it's like some of these losses that you've endured over the past couple of years, could they have been avoided? Probably so if you just take points in scenarios or just kick the ball in scenario, you know, whether we're talking punts or field goals. But that's been some of the issue as well. So it's like you can't be like that and not have the results. And then you lose on the road to a Jacksonville team where they're not world beaters. No, they're not. If you're L.A. right now, you know what you're saying? This one, we should win. We better win. We this. should win this one. If yep. you're Jacksonville, you know what you're saying right now? We, hey, better, bro, we win better win this. this one, man. This one we want right here. So that's why I got it as a pickle. But I'm going to go with the uh, the Jags on it. I think you're right. I think this is a close game. I think this is one of those, you know, down to the wire, down to the last possession games. I think Jacksonville squeaks out too. You know, they they there's just something about the Jags this year. I think particularly at home. Like they found ways to win close games at home. Trevor Lawrence has has taken a I think a sizable step forward. He's still not the finished product. He's still not what they want them to, want him to be, but I think he's good enough. Didn't have his best game last week. I think he'll improve. Listen, the Chargers have dudes. I mean, they they certainly do. And it's tough to say this about the Chargers when they're facing Jacksonville, who's kind of a similar history, but I just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Like, until I see you do it, I'm not going to trust that you can do it. And again, I know I can say the same thing about Jacksonville, but at least they're the home team. And at least they've got the head coach who has won in the playoffs before. 
And to me, that's the difference. I give the Jags the slight edge just because of home field advantage and because Doug Peterson, a coach that has won multiple playoff games. Well, I think it's as simple as when they have road games, all their coaches come back. You know, that's what they were missing in Jacksonville. And I think since then, they've been a better team. Let's talk about a couple more of these. Is that simple, man? Just come home with the team. I, I, yes. Wes, did you come with the team every time you traveled? Sure did. You ain't stay back? I did not. You ain't going to no parties? I did not. No clubs? Did not. As much as I wanted to. I mean, I wanted to stay in Miami. You know, they had that nightclub in the end zone yeah, that I yeah. was telling you about. It was how, bumping. How, how's, your, how's your lap? It, it hasn't had any, any, anybody sitting on it, right? It's unoccupied. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, just making sure. Vacant. Okay, let's keep it that way. All right. <laughs> so those are the two on Saturday for Super Wildcard. Weekend on to Sunday, full slate starts at one o'clock up in Orchard Park with the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, the Miami Dolphins. If the stinking Jets would have won, or if Jason, what's his name, Sanders, I think Saunders would have missed that kick, this would be the Steelers game. Although I'll tell you right now for free, Arthur Motes and all the listeners out there, if it was Steelers and Bills this weekend, it would not be one o'clock on Sunday. This is a very, very I'll accurate assessment. I'll tell you that right now for free. I got a feeling it would probably be the Saturday night primetime game. Strong possibility. And then Jags and Chargers would have been Sunday at 1 o'clock. But alas, Bills hosting the Dolphins, another divisional game there. 1 o'clock on Sunday. Arthur Motes, Buffalo right now, 13.5-point favorites. Is it as easy? No, nope, run it up. Is it as easy for the Bills nope, as, as some think it might be? Listen, it's never easy. And this is the context that we always talk about in the NFL. Oh, it's a trap game. Oh, this is an easy game. Oh, y'all should beat them by 100. It's the NFL. There are no easy games. Everybody that plays in the NFL is competent. Everybody that plays in the NFL is elite. The difference is just different levels of being elite. That's what we talk about is different levels of being a Hall of Famer. All of these things are different levels. So it's not necessarily an easy game. Is it slanted in their favor because they're going against Skylar Thompson versus Tua? Absolutely. But Skylar Thompson is still a capable quarterback. He's still a quarterback that has won games in this league. He still can get the job done. But the reason why I feel like the Bills will go ahead and take care of business is, number one, when whenever they face the Dolphins, it's always a big deal. That's one of their big rival sure, games. Sure. It's a game that they always get up for. And under Josh Allen, they have really dominated that matchup. And this year... It was no different. The hype around Tua and all those guys early in the season, anybody that remembers that September game, Buffalo was giving them all they needed. The problem was the heat killed Buffalo. They couldn't finish the game. Dudes was cramping up after every single play. Dudes throwing up on the field after every single play. That's September in Miami yep. when you're sitting in 110-degree heat and they in the shade. That's what happens. When they ran it back, it went like it was supposed to go. They ain't want them issues. So, once again, I look at this, and, you know, it's no different. Uh, I just think that they're the better team. I thought that even when they had Tua, that was proven out there. Outside of some weather helping them out, and now that weather was not going to be a factor. So, yeah, it didn't matter who was going to be out there. I still felt like the Bills were going to beat them and do it like that because they are that much better of a team. I think so, too. They're complete. I I think so, too. 13 and a half cover? They cover. I think so, too. Win by 17, 20. Oh, oh, oh. And they're motivated. That they are. Because that's the other part. It's They've like got a cause. It's like we already know they want to win a Super Bowl, and that's going to always be at the forefront. But the DeMar Hamlin situation is very similar to the Ryan Shazier situation for us. You rally around it. That's the way that you keep pressing through it. And I think for them it's even dope that the fact that he's actually, you know, went home. 
he's moving. You yep. know what I mean? Like he's back at home now. Yeah, moving in the right direction. Absolutely. So yeah. it's like now he can even probably give you some more motivation. Excuse me, some added incentives when you know he's talking to those guys and stuff like that now. So I just think that this is going to be one of those ones for them, man. And you know, I'd be excited to check it out, man. Oh, you and me both. It's a it's a great weekend to be a football fan, certainly. So after Buffalo and Miami, the midday game, if you will, Sunday four thirty, the Vikings host the Giants. Interestingly enough, Motsi, these two franchises have played some really memorable playoff mm-hmm. games over the years. They have. I mean, they th- during the Eli Manning, Randy Moss days, there were some some very memorable playoff games between these two franchises. Will that happen again? Minnesota, just a three point favorite at home, which I thought that's essentially the home field advantage, mm-hmm. right? You get about three points from yeah. Vegas for being at home. So Vegas is basically saying, if this was played on a neutral field, it'd be a pick'em. Mm-hmm. The thirteen win Vikings. Against the nine seven and one Giants, a pick'em mozi. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Talk about how the Vikings have won those thirteen. Yeah, we love to talk about out executing teams or winning close games, and that context does matter. But then there's also that context where it's like, at what point are you actually out executing, and at what point are you actually just benefiting from a lucky bounce? First hand, the Bills game twice. That's a good point. You know. And that's kind of the thing that has occurred, not a lot for them, but a good enough amount of times where you're just questioning, like, is this sustainable? And then the the other thing is just, I think when you look at Kirk Cousins in this matchup, him versus Daniel Jones, the reason why I said, or the reason why I think Vegas has it, essentially, if it was at a neutral site, it would be a pick'em, is because both of those quarterbacks have the ability to play really well. I think Kirk has a higher uh, ceiling in this matchup because of the receivers that he has. But at the same time, both of these quarterbacks can throw you out of a game. Certainly can. And that's, Certainly can. And, and, and for Kirk, if it's a 1 o'clock game, the odds of that happening are less likely. When he gets closer to prime time, for some reason, that's when he tends to turn the ball over more. This game at 430, baby. So it's like a half and half. It's a half. You see what I'm saying? Vikings better have the lead at halftime is what you're telling me. You catch my drift, right? They better have a 10-point lead at halftime. But then for the Giants, I'm like, what's Saquon looking like versus this defense? Because this defense is really with it. But I I want to ask you, though, who has the better uh, quarterback running back matchup? Ooh, wow. You got Kirk and Dalvin versus Danny Dimes and Saquon. Wow. I think I'd go Vikings. You go Vikings? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Kirk at least has been there before, right? In the postseason a couple times. Won a playoff game on the road a couple years ago. I think I'd take Saquon over Dalvin slightly, but I know I would take Kirk over Danny Dimes. And I still think Dalvin Cook's a heck of a running back. So I'll I'll go I'll go coupons and cook. <laughs> no, I just called him coupons while See, I'm you picking hating them. on him, man. It's crazy, bro. It's Kirk O'Chains. Come on, man. 13 of them things. Respect it. That's going to be, I tell you what, one of those fan bases is going to feel like, all right, you know, this season was was successful. We go again next week. Let's see what happens here. Another one of those fan bases is going to feel like, man, this all started out so well just to be one and done in the playoffs. That's going to be an interesting one between the Giants and the Vi- <clears throat> Minnesota Vikings. Thank you, Lizzo. Sunday, prime time, Paycor Stadium downtown Cincinnati, Ohio, as the Bengals host the Ravens in primetime on Sunday night with what 
by all intents and purposes, appears to be a Ravens team that will be without Lamar Jackson. That has led to Cincinnati being a nine-point favorite. Yes, an AFC North playoff game has a nine-point favorite. Motsi, is no Lamar, no chance for Baltimore real, or do you still give the Ratbirds a... uh, Maybe a puncher's chance in Cincinnati on Sunday night. No, so this is the thing, man. Um, very similar to that Bills-Dolphins game. These are rivals. They're going to compete. Both teams have quality players. We understand that this is a quarterback-driven league, and I just think that this is one of those scenarios where the Bengals are rightfully so to be favorite like that. I think that it makes sense that their spread isn't as far or as wide as the Bills spread because I think that Baltimore minus the quarterback still has talent. No doubt. They still got a defense that you can I mean? like, check. They got yeah. a lot more pieces. And when you look at how their offense is ran, Lamar makes it go. But in Miami, at least you could like throw the ball up and hope for a two or hope for a Jalen Waddle. Baltimore, they don't even got that option. No, they do not. So it's like they really have to run this ball to perfection, which they could do. We've seen that firsthand here Certainly. in Pittsburgh. Certainly. So it's not saying that it couldn't happen. But at least with that style, it should keep it kind of respectable for yeah. a little while. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas, like, I think with Miami, that's going it could get gore because they don't even have that 100, sustainable 100%. element. So yeah, and I think you're right. I think it could be one of those games where Cincinnati ends up winning by seven or yeah. ten, just because of like them slowing but it down. Though, if you watch the game, like the result was never really in absolutely doubt, right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that that type of game where oh, they only won by one possession or they only won by ten points, but the result never really felt in doubt. That's what it feels like to me on Sunday night. All right, one more game to talk about here. Of course, Monday night, the Cowboys against Tom Brady and. Bleh. Merck. We'll talk about that one when we return on the other side. We're going to catch up with our buddy Brian Backo as well, too. we got a couple of you on hold here. Hang with us there on hold. I promise you we will get to your calls in the next segment after we talk to Brian Backo. 412-919-8562. Those are the digits to dial if you want to get involved. It's Backo, good friend of the show, joins us as we put a bow on the season on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.